Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Coming to you live from the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio. Oaklawn, Arkansas's only casino resort. Now, here's Justin Eggery and Wes Moore on the Buzz Radio Network. 20% Need his name up in lights. He just wants to be heard. Whether it's the beat of the mic, he feels so unlike everybody else alone. In spite of the fact that some people still think that they know, but no, he knows the code. It's not about the salary, it's all about reality and making some noise, making a story, making sure his click stays up. That means when he puts it down, talks picking it up. Let's go. He never really talks much Never concerned with status But still even in starstruck Humble through opportunities Given despite the fact That many misjudge him Cause he makes a living From writing rats Put it together himself Got a picture connect Never asking for someone's help But it gets some respect He's only focused on what he wrote His will is beyond reach And now it all unfolds The skill of an artist This is 20% skill 80% fear Be 100% clear Cause Ryu was ill Who would've thought He'd be the one That set the West in flames And I heard him Wreck it with the crystal method, name of the game Came back, dropped mega death, took him to church I like bleach, man, why you had the stupidest verse? This dude is the truth, now everybody giving them guest spots His stocks through the roof, I heard from with that guy 10% luck, 20% skill, 15% concentrated power And he's spitting fire in mice Got him out the dryer, he's hot Found him in Fort Minor with top But a f***ing nihilist porcupine He's a he's a the type Women wanna be with him Rappers hope he gets Eight years in the making Patiently waiting to blow Now the record was Alright, welcome in It's a terrific Tuesday Hope everybody's ready to have some fun today Appreciate you being with us Westmore and the Wizard Christian Weaver, Justin Acre here And we've got uh, a few guests coming up and we're going to delve into the sports news of the day. I also have a top ten list. For those of you who are heading out, and I tried to do this last week, I didn't get to it. I'm going to do it today. Come Hades or high water? It deals with water. The best beaches in the United States. And also, did you see the story about uh, some issues at the beach this summer potentially coming? We'll sharks? No, worse. Sharks are back? No, sharks are always out there. That's where they live. They live in the ocean. If you don't want to mess with sharks, you should stay, you know... Out of the ocean. That too. So we'll talk about uh, baseball. Razorbacks back on the field today against Nebraska-Omaha. Got Pro Day on the Hill tomorrow. And today on the show, we've got the brand spanking new coach of the Arkansas State men's basketball program, Brian Hodson, who goes by at UA Coach Brian, if you are interested. That's kind of weird. I guess that's his from his Alabama day. Yeah. Okay. He's got to change that. Yeah. We'll get on to him about that. I wonder what he should change it to. Uh, a state, just take out the UA. But you can't change. Can you change your handle anymore on Twitter? You know how they, they get that dude got all crazy with Twitter, and you can't change your picture profile. And I don't think you can change your name anymore. It's gonna be tough. Yeah. Maybe I'll start a new one. Yeah, I got a uh, twelve thousand followers. I got an email yesterday saying I needed to uh, pay up or lose my blue check mark. How much? I didn't even. I deleted. I don't care. You know, some big deal. It hasn't changed. The blue check mark didn't change my life, and not having it's not going to change my life. But it does allow you more flexibility if you're verified, right? To do some things. I thought you could do extra things if you're verified. Uh, you mean like right now? Before? I mean, or in the future? I mean now. No, that, it doesn't do. Let me do anything. But no, I think once Musk took over, it allowed people who are verified to do certain things that people who aren't can't. I don't remember because I'm not verified, so I don't care. Doesn't matter to me. I didn't get that memo, so I'm not taking advantage of it anyway. It is funny to me. Like you may be a guy who's on a radio who has fifteen thousand followers, and there's a guy on TV that has a eighteen hundred, and he's verified because he's on TV. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Anyway, um, I saw that Todd Jacoby, and speaking of on-air people who were having a tough time with Twitter, can't change his background. He's he's yeah. got a red background for some reason. I don't know why he changed it to that, but now they're not letting him change it back to what it was, which I think was blue or something. So, Doesn't he change that to correlate with like the weather or something? Could be. Not anymore, so. he doesn't. 
So anyway, he's frustrated. Hopefully for summertime he'll be satisfied with that because it'll be red all summer. Anyway, so we got Brian Hodgson uh, coming up here in a bit. We've got the Red White Report brought to you by Big O Tires. Pat Bradley at 1110, thanks to River City Flooring. And our buddy Brian Hendricks is back, and he's going to be in studio today at 1130. He's not only brought to you by McClard's Barbecue, he's presented by McClard's Barbecue. They're bringing up food today. So we're going to actually have uh, an Arkansas legend in studio today. Brian. And McClard's. and McClard's. Really, two two legends, I guess you might say. Is Brian with a Y also? Like Coach Hodgson? Yes. That's unique. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Do you know more Brian's with a Y or more Brian's with a an I? I. I got to go I. That's a good question. I never thought about it. Yeah. Maybe we can go all morning show and go famous Brian's for the next hour. With a Y. Has to be with a Y. <laughs> Has to be. Brian Piccolo. Be way up there. So Piccolo was, was with a Y? I thought he was an I. No, I'm just saying Brian Piccolo <clears throat> generally would be up there for Bryant's. Yes. Oh, I can't think of any famous Bryant's with a Y. Uh, Bryant-Denny Stadium, but that's a Bryant. <laughs> Bryant. Is it Bryant? I, I think the Y version is cooler, though. <laughs> Concur. Younger? At least I'm a... Trendier. It's it's more recent. Look, the I love Brian Hendricks, but I wouldn't call him young or trendy. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Smart. Accomplished. Well-read. Yeah. Well-written. I don't know if I'd call him young and trendy. The oldest Brian with a Y that you know. He might be it. Yeah. Well, he for sure probably is, because yeah. I don't know that many. I don't know that many Brian's, period. I think, yeah, I think you're probably right. Most of, the, most of my Brian's are eyes. So, anyway, fascinating conversation. There Sorry. we go. Let's off to a good start here. Um, last night, the shocking news, South Carolina won another mm-hmm. game. Maryland did push them and actually won the first quarter. They were leading, yeah. South Carolina said, we don't like that, and then they went ahead and just punished them the rest of the way and moved on to the Final Four. I will tell you guys, look, I'm, I'll watch the Final Four. I'm excited about the Final Four. I'm intrigued by the Final Four. But watching Brian Cranston, that's a good one. Kyle, thank you. Um, he's a Y. Um, watching Iowa try to find a way to make enough outside shots to beat South Carolina is going to be interesting. I think Iowa's either going to make it really tight or they're going to be by 30. And we'll see. And Kate, this is the biggest. Look, Caitlin Clark has answered every challenge, but I don't know if she can do it against this bunch. We'll see. But that to me is the most intriguing matchup left. Out of all the games. Out of all the games. I was about to say, I'm I'm more excited to watch that game than any of the Final Four for the men Saturday. I'm going to get a nap Friday afternoon. I gave them to start to late. You know what's ridiculous? Caitlin Clark has to come back and play another year in college. That is crazy. She has to. They don't know. Yeah. They don't. You, you have to go all four years. Do you? No. Some girl I just saw on Twitter the other day said she was going to enter the draft okay. early. I don't know. I don't think that's right. But I don't. I don't she know of anybody. To, she can't go in this year. I do know that. Maybe you have to be four years removed, and because of COVID, this girl had another year of college, but decided right. that's she's weird. Huh? Use it. Why, how can the rules be different for the guys and the girls? Different CBA. Oh, WNBA and C. Yeah. Not as much money, probably. Yeah, most women don't come out early just because they want to get their degrees because. I mean, not to say the professional life can't last a long time for female players, too, especially if they want to go overseas. Mostly but overseas, yeah. Yeah. There's more money. I mean, most of them supplement their contracts overseas, mm-hmm. hence. Mm. They supplement their money here. They go overseas to, to make, make their, their real money. money yeah. yeah, I think we looked at this last year. It's, you have to be four years removed from high school, whereas in men's, you just have to be one year removed from high school. Interesting. Or hmm. I think you have to turn 19 in the year... That the draft is occurring or something like that. Well, she's definitely 19. She's been out of school three no, years. No, I'm talking about for men. Oh, okay. Yeah, um, I don't know. It's That is a weird deal. I don't know why they put up with that. I mean, look, we, we can argue about WNBA salaries against NBA salaries, but not for long. But I think we could all agree, like, if women want to come out early because they're good enough to play in the WNBA or professionally, they should be able to. Yeah. And they, she could go overseas and play, right? Right. Yeah. So, I don't. I think that's a dumb rule. But, you know, there's a lot of things about the... World of sports that I don't agree with, so add it to the list. Anyway, uh, spring golf tournament's coming up April 10th. wanted to mention that again. It's only just, I don't know what, 12, 15 days away, whatever it is. A couple Mondays away. Um, we will have spots in the morning. Not many spots in the afternoon left. I don't think we're quite sold out, but we're real close. If not, if you want to sign up, 1037thebuzz.com. Thank you again to Tito's Vodka. They are s- sponsoring and helping out. Michelob Ultra and Mosquito Joe. So we're looking forward to the tournament coming up all right so baseball going with ben bybee today no surprise interesting story i was reading this morning in the democrat gazette he is facing a guy 
who is from his same area. <laughs> They're like from down the road from each other, I guess. Charlie Bell. Charlie Bell's ERA is 8.36 for Nebraska-Omaha, but I looked at some of the teams he's faced. Did you see this? No. I mean, it's been like a who's who of you know Power 5 schools, so he's the guy that <laughs> gets these tough midweek starts, and he's gotten shelled over it. Dear Lord, here is our lamb. Yeah, exactly right. Uh, it will be televised today, SEC Network Plus, and of course you can hear it on the buzz. Starting at 5.30, the pregame, first pitch is at 6. Uh, Arkansas moved up to sixth in the coaches' poll, or moved down, I guess, to the coaches' poll sixth position. They are fifth in perfect game, which is their highest ranking in baseball. American Collegiate Baseball has them at seven. LSU is still your number one team in the country. No surprise. Arkansas seventeen and one at home, and a fourteen-game home winning streak going into tonight. They are also perfect in midweek games this year, including. Um, Let's see, six and zero in midweek games, including the Tuesday's midweek contest against the Mavericks. Seven midweek games remain. They last went undefeated in midweek games in '05, but they only played nine games. Hmm. It's kind of interesting. That is weird. So you got some good ones coming up. You got A State coming up. You got UCA coming up. So I'm interested tonight to see his starting lineup. If he goes back to what he's been doing in the midweek and playing a lot of uh, guys off the bench. There were uh, there was a game last week when he had seven non-regular starters in the lineup. And uh, after losing two against LSU, do you go with your regular lineup to try to get that that taste, you know, get that feeling back of winning for those guys, or do you give them a little bit of a break and you go with the backups again and let them get some experience and get some much-needed at-bats? I don't know. i got to go back and look at the numbers, but offensively I was not devastated about the performance. I was just concerned about the pitching staff. Like, Wagner had a good weekend. I yeah. mean, he hit in all games. And, I mean, a lot of the guys that usually hit well played well. So, I, I don't know. I don't, I'm don't. i not too worried about it. I mean, it just depends who wants rest or who wants to get in there and try to pad their numbers, I guess. You're going to have your shot against this dude. There were some situations late in that second game where, you know, they could, it was a high-scoring game, but they didn't keep scoring. They left some runners on base and didn't get any hits with two outs. Not You know, I don't know if it, they could have made a nine-run difference, but... I think Van Horn would have been a little bit happier if they'd have got a run here and a run there or clutch a two-out hit there. Um, yeah. they, they didn't hit the ball great. I, I mean, Wag, you think about it, the home runs. It was two home runs in the 10th inning Friday, mm-hmm. and Wagner had a home run in each game in the doubleheader, right? He led off a, a, a solo and a two-run home run. There, there weren't a whole lot of runs scored. Yeah, I don't know. I just Besides remember- the home runs. Yeah, looking at the hit, I don't know. I'm not look after considering defense and pitching. That was the last of my yeah. concerns. I guess is my point. <clears throat> the final four odds are out. We talked about the men's side a little bit yesterday. Um, if you're interested in these things, um, and I don't have this part, I don't have officially from Oakland, but they've got UConn as the favorite. That's going to be the same everywhere, varying on the numbers. Minus one twenty-five. Then San Diego State at plus three fifty. Miami plus four fifty. FAU the long shot at plus six hundred. San Diego State is a two-point favorite at Oaklawn against FAU with an over-under at 131.5. Much more high-scoring game expected, as you might imagine, with UConn as a 5.5-point favorite over Miami. 149.5 is the over-under there. That's gone up, hasn't it? I, thought, I think we talked yesterday it was 145. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. I still don't think it's too high. We'll see. Uh, Friday's games, LSU, Virginia Tech. By the way, Virginia Tech, for those who don't follow women's basketball, 27-4 and four this year. They're fourth in the country. Really Number one good. seat. Yeah. yeah, great matchup. LSU's 28-2, but they're only ranked ninth in the country, so they must not have had much of a non-conference schedule. LSU is a minus one, so they are a slight favorite. Over-unders at 134.5. And then the Iowa game, it's an 11.5-point line. Hmm. And the over-unders, 148.5. You'll remember Iowa scored in the 90s in their quarterfinal win. So, we'll see. Uh, Iowa, by the way, I was looking this up. They've ranked, they played five ranked teams in a row at the end of the regular season. They went four and one. They had one at home, one on the road, and three in the Big Ten tournament. Hmm. So, they played great competition. Maryland was one of those. Purdue was ranked, I think maybe Indiana, Ohio State, and one other. But anyway, they played five different teams. They were all ranked in the top whatever. Most of them in the top five. They played 7-2, a different team that was ranked seventh, three, and four. So they had a salty schedule down the stretch. And all that doesn't mean a hill of beans because South Carolina is still way better than their bales. So we'll see. Um, let's see here. 
Oh, by the way, baseball-wise, speaking of rankings, LSU is number one, then Wake Forest. But Arkansas is sixth, but they're looking up at two SEC teams, and there's two other teams in the top ten. This league is so dumb every year. Tennessee's nine, South Carolina's eight, Arkansas six. By the way, South Carolina's 23-2. But they uh, play both of those teams. Tennessee comes Fayetteville. Van, yeah, I'm going. Vanderbilt's and, nineteen and five. Florida's twenty two and four at number three. And Wake Forest is second in the country at twenty two and three. They have a stud pitcher. It's considered one of the best with uh, Dolander at Tennessee and then Skeen at LSU. Uh, he's filthy. They had a winning streak that was like nineteen twenty games earlier this season. Eight, it's fifteen. They, they've uh, they've got a good team. How good is this league? This week, three teams from the league dropped out of the top twenty five: A hmm. and M, Missouri, and Alabama. Uh, other ranked teams, Mississippi's 25. Oh, Miss is hanging in there after getting swept? Mm-hmm. Wow. Kentucky's 17. And I think that's it. UC Santa Barbara just had a good basketball season. They're ranked in the top 25 in baseball, too. Good for Gauchos. The Gauchos, 16-4. and four. How about that? Speaking of LSU, West, I don't know if you saw this kid out and about. It's probably a wild weekend in Baton Rouge. An LSU student was arrested over the weekend for allegedly stealing beer from the football stadium. LSU campus police caught a group of college days males carrying cases of beer around 3 a.m. Sunday morning by Tiger Stadium. They ran when they saw the officers coming. The officers reviewed stadium footage and showed the same men loading the cases of beer into a black pickup. The officers tracked the truck to a campus dorm and found the owner. They asked for permission to search the room and found the missing cases of beer. That is a $1,500 worth of beer... And nineteen, huh? $1,500 worth of beer? Pretty impressive. Wow. A 19-year-old student was arrested. The kids, uh, I don't know. I don't know how you got in there, and I don't know how you got that much beer out. But that's, that's like 75 cases? Am I doing the math right? Let's say $20 a case, five cases, that's 100 bucks. You said 1500 1500 15 times five? What's a case? 24? 75? I don't know. I only buy 30 packs, I guess, nowadays, but I don't even know how much it is. I always figure about a buck a beer, so... 1,500 beers is a lot. Yeah. And it may have been a few more than that. It's a truckload. Yeah, that's a lot. They needed a truck. Boy, they would have been set for the rest of the semester, I think. Maybe not at LSU through the end of the week for sure. Yeah. So Maybe it's been one big party. I guess. Seems odd mm-hmm. to me. How do they get in there? How do you get into a stadium when it's, unless one of the kids had a, like a connection? Mm-hmm. A hookup? Yeah. Well, he got a hookup all right. Yeah. Got hooked up in jail now. So, sucks for him. Pro Day, tomorrow. We, uh, we we concerned about anybody in particular? Are we excited about anything we want to see here? The name that stuck out to me was Martrell Spate. That is weird. Yeah. Is he going to be working out the Pro Day? Yeah, he is. And last I heard, he was in the uh, XFL, but I guess something happened. Or the, yeah, he was. was. XFL, yeah. He was playing in the XFL. And maybe he still is, and he's just going to take the day off and come down and do a Pro Day so uh, more people see, more scouts see him. They have a schedule of events here. 40-yard dash, they're doing a couple different shuttle distances. I don't see anything about, like, bench press or... Which, I guess, maybe they don't do that at Pro Day. Maybe they only do that. But if you're not the no, combine... I've done that in the past. I've, I've seen the video, yeah. It's not listed here, so I don't know why not. Um, but, yeah, with the, like, Terry Hampton, I'd just love to see him throw up some weight. Dorian Gerald, uh, Hazelwood's going to be there, B. John Jackson, Matt Landers, Bumper. Hopefully he's healthy. So, Landers... Went to Georgia's Pro Day, and now right. he's going to Arkansas's Pro Day. That is interesting. Sanders, Bumper Pool, Minton Spate, Ricky Stromberg, and Dalton Wagner will be interesting to see how they do, too. There's a little star by their names. What does that mean? I wonder mm. if we can get a... Uh, star beside their names? What's that? Who, Who? has the star beside their names? A bunch of guys do. Oh. I mean, that's just it may indicate they aren't seniors. doing something. Like they aren't running, or they aren't... If you're going to put an asterisk in there, you should probably indicate what it indi- what it's signifying, <laughs> but whatever. Um, anyway, so we'll get results of that tomorrow. If you want to join us, 661-1037. You can hit us up on the first Arkansas Bank and Trust text line as well. And Asher Record Live Fan Feedback is open on the Listen Live. You can also email the zone at 1037thebuzz.com. Question of the day, Mr. Weaver. Our question of the day is, who are you rooting for in the Final Four? South Carolina. Of course. <laughs> FAU, UConn, Miami, San Diego State. I'm rooting for Iowa on the women's side. I actually I'm rooting for Iowa on the women's saw side. that South Carolina was losing yesterday. And I was like, well, i got to watch this. And I turned it on first quarter and, and watched the rest of the game. Even though 
to prove Roe Ro wrong. I knew South Carolina was going to win. I wanted to watch. It was good. They're good. They're so big. I mean, 6'7", 6'6", 6'4". They had three of those girls on the court at one time. I guess I'm on the opposite side of you guys, though. I would rather watch Miami and UConn. I feel like that's... Who are you rooting for? Intriguing game. In the Final Four? Mm-hmm. I'd rather FAU win. I think that'd be cool. Okay, I'm going to go with that, too. Did you read the story about their head coach? Um, I saw the headline. Yeah. Which, which story? FAU's head coach, he took the job five years ago after uh, sight unseen, basically signed the contract. Then he got to see the uh, facilities, walked back to his hotel, saw his wife, started crying. Literally crying out loud, saying, I've made the biggest mistake of my life. I've just committed coaching suicide. Yes, I did read that. Pretty good story. That's wild. Happy for him. Yeah, it worked out okay. I think he's going to be okay. Yeah. Ten we we're back after this with the new head coach at Arkansas State. Sure. Quadney Chevrolet has 0% financing back. Yes, right now in the Silverado. And it's not just any ordinary Silverado. It's the top-of-the-line Silverado with the Turbo Max engine. You get more peak torque and better mileage than just your standard engine. And Quadney has several of these Silverados in stock for you to take a look at. 0% financing back on the Silverado. Look, and you can get some good financing rates right now on the Equinox. They're offering 2.9% financing on the Equinox right now. Go to the website, GuatneyChevrolet.com. Take a look at all the inventory. You can see all the deals. And remember, they're still going to pay top dollar for your vehicle. They're looking for quality cars, trucks, SUVs, up to four, or $5,000 over book value. Pay off your note. Have some extra cash left. Put it down on a new car. Lower that payment. Get a good interest rate. See what's happening right now? It's a good time to buy Guatney Chevrolet. Gregory Street Exit in Jacksonville. True Service Community Federal Credit Union presents your Razor Hog update every day on Out of Bounds. True Service offers competitive rates on the home of your dreams. Online at trueservice.net. Arkansas baseball dropped one spot in the latest D1Baseball.com poll. The Hogs check in at number six this week after dropping two of three against LSU and Baton Rouge over the course of the weekend. The Hogs had their 15-game winning streak snapped on Saturday afternoon. They also dropped one spot to number seven in the Baseball America poll. Arkansas will look to snap their two-game losing streak tonight when they host the Omaha Mavericks at Baumwalker Stadium, 6 p.m. first pitch. You can hear it right here on the buzz. Arkansas softball is up five spots in the latest D1Softball.com poll. The Razorbacks jumped from 17 to 12 after their series win over the Florida Gators this weekend. Courtney Dival's Razorbacks are the fourth highest ranked SEC team in the recent poll. I'm Josh Neighbors for the Buzz Radio Network. Join the guys from Morning Mayhem Friday, broadcasting live from Fletcher, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram, and Sherwood on your fun and game station, 103.7 The Buzz. From 67167, it's Trooper Colt Chipley and his partner, Dirty Larry, with the Arkansas Freeway Patrol. 7, Guatney 3, we have a backup at the Gregory Street exit. Forest, there's Trooper Shipley. We're on the scene. Well, it looks like that lady broke down trying to get to Guatney's sale. Did someone say sale? Zero percent interest on the 2022 Silverado is back, and Guatney Chevrolet has them in stock. Plus, no payments for three months. 2.9% APR available on Equinox. And remember, all pre-owned vehicles are good enough for mom. Here's my license, Dirty Larry. Now, I know what you're thinking. Do I feel lucky? I sure do. I'm trying for a new Silverado at 0%. Watney Chevrolet, 1301 TP White Drive in Jacksonville. Call 501-982-2102. WatneyChevrolet.com. Chevrolet, find new roads. All offers with approved credit. 70 years ago, the king of American muscle cars, Chevrolet's Corvette, was born. Today, the Corvette Stingray is hotter than ever. This month at Saracen Casino, one lucky player will win a breathtaking Stingray. Play in April at Saracen and qualify to win a Corvette Stingray from Smart Chevrolet. Featuring all your favorite games and more, Saracen Casino is the only place to win a new Corvette. Saracen Casino Resort, Vegas, Arkansas style. Gambling problem? Call 800-522-4700. 
Welcome back to The Zone in the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio on the Buzz Radio Network with Justin Ackrey and Wes Moore. Standing in line to see the show tonight and there's a light on, heavy glow. By the way, I tried to say I'd be there, waiting Why am I playing the Arkansas State fight song, Wes? Why are you playing the Arkansas State fight song? Why do you answer my questions with questions? Get the, the new head coach on. That's why we're playing the fight song, Brian Hodgson. The brand of moving and storage hotline. Absolutely. Coach, welcome. How are you? Thank you. We got you? Okay, there you are. Sorry about that. How are you? Good. Doing well, fellas. How you doing? Good. Great. Sorry, Coach, it's my first day on the board, so I don't know what I'm doing over here. I apologize. <laughs> nah, no worries. No so, worries. So sloppy. First the job. Yeah, well, you know, I was watching your press conference yesterday. Everything looked like it went peachy. So, I mean, they it looked like uh, they'd really sort of choreographed everything very nicely. It went well. How did you feel um, being in that position as a uh, head coach for a change? You know, I'm excited. I I, I did my research on this place and, and uh, was fired up from, from the get-go, but then getting here, uh, in person, walking around and getting to meet people and uh, just see and feel the excitement around Jonesboro and uh, the support for this program, this university. It, it was, yesterday was fantastic. Before the opportunity came up, had you had any contact with Jeff Puritan, the former Alabama AD who's now at Arkansas State? Uh, Jeff and I have always stayed in contact, not not about the job. I mean, just, just about as professional as they come. So, um, you know, obviously Jeff had a sitting head coach here, so it wasn't, uh, we didn't have any of those conversations, but Jeff and I had a relationship. Obviously, I've worked directly under him for two years and then uh, indirectly uh, for, for a third year. So uh, we, we always stayed in contact. You know, he would watch us play. He, he knew most of those guys and worked with most of those players. So um, we, we, would, we would stay connected and, um, you know, just we've, we've always had that type of relationship. We just found out there was a baseball player. We were mispronouncing his name. I want to make sure we're pronouncing your name right before, you know, like five years go down the line. And we're like, oh, God, we've been mispronouncing your name the whole time. Hodgson with an, like, S-H? It, 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 the, the, the G is actually silent. So it's Brian Hodgson. H-O, you say it like H-O-D-S-O-N. Hodgson. Okay. Yep. What, what, what is that? Where, where you, where's, where's that come from? I'm glad you asked that. Uh, it's, it's English. I'm, I'm actually... Uh, I mean, where's my? I'm I'm adopted, um, so my my I'm I'm mostly Irish, but uh, hmm. but yeah, so that that's my adopted uh, last name. Okay, got that cleared up. I'm so glad I asked. Uh, while we're on yeah. the topic of things that are very personal, let me ask you about your frame, Coach. Um, when we look at you, everybody's like, man, that dude does not look like a basketball coach. He looks like a guy who played defensive end in college. <laughs> looks like a football Was, player. Did you play other sports? Were you a football guy at all growing up, or did you play anything besides basketball? Yeah, I played football, basketball, baseball. played a little bit of everything. Uh, wasn't built like this uh, in high school or college. <laughs> so, um, but, you know, I, I told Bush if, if he needs, if he needs, a, he needs someone for practice over there. Maybe I'll come over for a day and and uh, let let the guys run into me. But um, but no, I, I yeah, I played played a little bit of everything. But basketball's always been my passion. And as far as uh, your background, like where you played, how you got to this point, I mean, I think people know you've worked with Coach Oates at Alabama and previously at Buffalo. But as far as your your college days, what, tell folks who who aren't familiar with you where you came up and and how you got into coaching. Yeah, so uh, born and raised in western New York, um, uh, suburbs of Buffalo, um, Bolivar, New York, where I was raised to seventh grade and the family relocated to Jamestown, New York, uh, down in the southern tier. Um, and 
Uh, I played at Jamestown High School, went on from there to play at the Jamestown Community College, which is a local Division II JUCO uh, right there in town. Uh, had a good two-year run there. Uh, and then uh, from there, I, I decided to go to Fredonia State University, which is a Division three, about 35 miles down the road uh, between Buffalo and Jamestown. And uh, I actually, instead of continuing my playing career, I got right on as a student assistant coach. Um, and I told that story in my press conference, but I knew I wanted to coach uh, early on, and, and I was serious about it. I walked into the head coach's office, and, um, you know, I was 6'5", 230 back then, and was still mobile and could play a little bit. And, you know, he, he was thinking I was coming to ask him to play, but I actually, you know, asked him if I could be an assistant. Uh, his name is Kevin Moore, and he gave me my first opportunity. Um, uh, so coach there uh, for two years, went from there back to the junior college that I played at, served as an assistant under Mike Cordovano at Jamestown Community College for three years and with all the recruiting there and Coach Cordovano really uh, let me let me take the reins on a lot of stuff. Uh, and then from there, uh, took the volunteer uh, job I spoke about at Midland Junior College, Texas, which historically is one of the uh, you know powerhouse junior colleges in, in the country. Uh, and that, that whack jack league in West Texas hmm. uh, is high-level basketball. So went there as a volunteer for a year. Uh, following year, I got on as the, the full-time assistant. I uh, was there uh, for two and, and that's when uh, Nate Oates came and snagged me up and brought me back home to Buffalo and gave me my first Division One opportunity. How much of that connection to your home area was uh, key, you think, in, in getting the opportunity? It was huge. I mean, I was very fortunate. Uh, it had nothing to, like, the opportunity had nothing to do with me being from there. Um, you know, I, we, we didn't sign a player from there in my first year. You know, it was more uh, Nate wanted a guy to come in and be his lead recruiter. We built a relationship and, and a trust. Uh, that, you know, he, he had a trust that, that I could come in and do that for him right away. And so brought me in at 26 years old and um, gave me that opportunity. And, and, you know, obviously the rest is, is history. You're renowned as a recruiter. And I'm just curious how you see as a head coach versus being an assistant coach or a guy who's, you know, kind of running that part of it, um, what what your role is or, or if it changes at all, in your opinion, as far as the recruiting part of it goes. Yeah, I get the, the recruiter thing a lot because of all the stuff out there, you know, the, the recruiting rankings and who I've signed and guys, you know, playing the NBA and all that. But I'm, I'm not just a recruiter. I'm a basketball coach, uh, first and foremost. Uh, but you, you've got to recruit to, to be able to coach guys. So um, I take pride in it. I'll tell you this, I'm going to continue to recruit like an assistant. Um, I think the head coaches that do that are some of the most successful head coaches in the country. You get to build relationships with those guys. Uh, through the whole process, and uh, my staff will be be out there working working the recruiting trail, and uh, we'll be relentless in, in that area. But I'm still going to, you know, as much as I possibly can, uh, recruit like an assistant and be pretty, um, pretty, very heavily involved in every aspect of recruiting. You had a lot of success getting some Canadians to come down to Tuscaloosa. Can you do that and use that in Jonesboro? Absolutely, absolutely. I think. Uh, you know, I was telling somebody last night, if you look at, um, you know, say Toronto, Toronto, I believe, uh, depending on what you look at and, and, and what year, it's, you know, fifth or sixth largest city in North America. So you look at the other cities that are in that category and the talent that's coming out of those places, you know, why why would you not recruit that area? And there's been some high-level players coming out of there. A lot of NBA guys have, have came out of Toronto recently. So, yeah, we'll, we'll still recruit Toronto pretty heavily. Uh, I've got some strong connections up there. Uh, my hometown's an hour and 20 minutes from the border. So uh, I know a lot of people in the in the uh, Ontario area, and even over into Montreal and west of Calgary. So we'll, we'll definitely be, uh, be looking at those areas uh, as, as part of our uh, recruiting network. I'm talking to Brian Hodson, if you're just tuning in, the head coach at Arkansas State. Um, obviously worked with Coach Oates for quite a while now. I'm just curious how much you want to do at Arkansas State style-wise. I mean, now let's talk about being a head coach. Style-wise, how much do you want to do what you guys did at Alabama, or is there something you'd like to sort of do a little bit differently, any different philosophies that you'd like to mix in there? No, I'm almost identical, to be honest with you. I mean, if it's, if it's not broke, don't fix it. Yeah. You know, we've, we had a lot of success at Alabama on both sides of the ball. Um, you know, offensively and defensively, top top 20 in the country, top 25 in the country. Uh, so I plan to continue and uh, playing that way, bringing a lot of the same concepts on both sides of the ball. Obviously, head, every head coach is going to put their own uh, touch on things and, and add add different things. But 
a lot of what we're going to do is going to be very, very similar to the way Alabama plays. You said you did your homework on, I guess, Arkansas State and Jonesboro, probably both, before you came there and took the job. I'm just curious what you liked about it and what you see as uh, potential for some success there. It's been a minute since that program's been at a, a real high level, uh, but certainly we've seen Arkansas State be a very successful program at different periods. Yeah, no, I, I, the biggest thing was like the support uh, from uh, this community. I can tell this community is ready to support uh, a, a winning program. Uh, the, the turnout yesterday at my press conference obviously uh, showed that. Um, the, the, the love on social media, um, you know, the people in this area are fired up. They want to win basketball games. They want to they support it. They want to fill up this arena. Uh, and in this community, you know, this community uh, kind of rallies around this university and, and really takes pride in, in what's happening here. So, um, you know, that that's that's the type of place I want to be. And then more importantly, um, you know, uh, Chuck Wells, our system president, uh, Todd Shields, our chancellor, and Jeff Pearson, uh, the, the alignment there uh, from the top down and the vision uh, that they have uh, for this university and this athletics program. Uh, when, when I got to meet and speak with those guys, you know, it was a done deal for me. Um, I just, I knew, you know, those are guys, A, I want to work for, B, I just want to, I want to be involved with, I want to have relationships with because they have the same vision I do. We're talking with A-State's new basketball coach, Brian Hodson. Coach, I read a great story on Dusty May, Florida Atlantic's head coach yesterday. Does that kind of inspire you or give you belief that, that it can be done, at, you know, if FAU can do it, A-State can do it? Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I'm, I'm friends with, with Dusty May. Dusty's one of the best in the business, and I have no doubt that Dusty would get that place wrong. I, you would ask me if I thought he was going to the Final Four. I don't, I don't know if I would have said <laughs> yes, but um, I, I'm surely uh, not in just shock or disbelief. He is a ball coach, and, um, and he's a worker, and he's got a great staff. So uh, I, I'm looking to yeah, do a lot of the same things that they, they did there as far as roster management and um, you know, but more more importantly, I'd like to compare it to something you know that I've done somewhere I've been, which was the University of Buffalo. Um, we went to three NCAA tournaments in four years. We broke uh, every record uh, in that program in our four years there, from uh, total wins in a season and top, ranked top twenty-five every single week of college basketball in our last year there, all the way up to fourteenth in the country, and um, you know, won an NCAA tournament game for the first time in school history and. Um, you know, we're a 14 team winning an upset with three seed Arizona. Uh, so, I, in Buffalo has a lot of similarities to Arkansas State. Um, so, looking forward to, to, to you know, having that same success here. Absolutely. And having dudes always helps. And I saw you've already done some good recruiting by getting some of your key cogs to stick around. Caleb Fields is the first guy that comes to mind, and he's been a great talent up there at Arkansas State for a while. I saw that he's coming back. Uh, how familiar are you with the state, Coach? I mean, that's the thing Wes and I have had the chance to cover you know high school basketball and call the finals games over the last several years. The talent basketball-wise is probably as good as it's ever been, or at least in, in you know, the last 10, 10, 15 years. It's really impressive. Um, the talent's being turned on the state. How much do you focus your attention in-state versus maybe nationally? I want to look at both. I said in my press conference yesterday, uh, we, we're going to, you know, if there's a player in-state that can play for us, we're going to recruit him. And it's not, has nothing, to, it's the biggest thing I want to make clear is just because they're talented doesn't mean they fit us. But if they fit us and they're talented enough to play for us and they're, and they're good kids, we're, we're, we're going to be involved. And then uh, we'll, we'll kind of recruit from, from the inside out, take a look here in the state of Arkansas, and then and see if we can fill in the needs there. And then from there we'll, we'll, we'll look across the country and, and even internationally. How much do you balance portal versus high school guys coming up? I think I think you want to balance. You want to have an older group. You just mentioned it yourself. You talked about uh, uh, Florida Atlantic. That's an older veteran group, you know. So I think one of the best things you can do at a non-power five right now, and even at the power five level, is to stay old, as we said. Um, so try to keep some veteran guys on the roster, um, and, and, I, and we're we're going to look to to do that here. Coach, Arkansas State had a great one. Speaking of the, the portal, Norshad O'Meara was fun to watch, but now you know the whole country's getting hit to see him in Miami. How do you keep those guys at, in Jonesboro? How do you you know with the NIL or the transfer portal? Once you get a good one, you develop a good one. How do you keep them? Starts with starts with the relationship, having a great relationship with them, uh, and then from there, having them believe that they can reach their dreams by by from here at Arkansas State. Um, and, and, and I'm looking forward to proving that to some guys. And if you, you know, we I've had multiple NBA guys, I've had multiple first round draft picks uh, in my time as an assistant under Coach Oates. 
And, um, you know, one thing I've learned through talking to every single NBA team on a yearly basis, is if you can play, they're going to find you, whether it's at Arkansas State uh, or Alabama. Um, so proving that to those guys, building strong relationships with them. And then obviously we've got to be competitive in the NIL space. That's just the reality of, of where college athletics is right now. So uh, anybody that's listening to this right now uh, that, that wants to get involved, we, we, we need it. We need the support. We need the help. Um, we, we would love to get you involved. Um, I know there, there's some uh, collectives and things already set in place here uh, in Jonesboro and at Arkansas State. It's, it's a it's a real part of, of uh, college athletics right now that we're just we're gonna have to adjust to. So um, you know, I think those are the biggest things. Talking to Brian Hodson again on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline, head coach at Arkansas State. This last year at Alabama, obviously, you know, dream season in many ways, but also. You know, it has to be mentioned that you guys had an incident that, uh, you know, many schools will never have to deal with, and you, you pray never happens to your program, or really hope it never happens to anybody. Um, I guess the only question would be what kind of lessons and how you guys handled the, you know, the difficult situation there through the season. There's, you know, obviously, uh, i, I got to think some opportunities for growth there for people and going through uh, what is really an unprecedented situation for most programs. Absolutely. And anytime uh, you face any sort of hardship or tragedy, and that was that was a very tragic, sad situation. And uh, so, any anytime you, you face anything like that, there's a lesson to be learned. Um, and you know, I'll, I'll tell you right right from the game. Uh, one of the biggest lessons I learned was um, you know watching our administration and Dr. Bell and Greg Byrne and, and um, Nate Oates and, and Top Down and how they handled the situation um, and, and you know making very thorough, informed decisions, um, and, and while keeping the main thing, the main thing, which was understanding that a, a tragedy took place. Uh, and, and so, um, you know, biggest thing I can say on that is, obviously, it's very sad and unfortunate, uh, but but it is, you, there's, there's a lot of uh, area for, for growth and learning there, uh, and then, you know, I did, I did keep my eyes wide open uh, and, and, and my ears open uh, to, to watch how uh, people operating uh, during that time, and um, you know, I, I was not directly involved with any of it, any of the decision making, or or anything that happened. Uh, but but definitely was there to support everybody, and uh, our guys really rallied around one another. Uh, and I think everybody grew a little, a little bit from that situation. Mm-hmm. Coach, off the top of my head, uh, Alabama played well. Of course, San Diego State, the UConn. I don't know about Miami or or FAU, but you got a rooting interest in this Final Four. Anybody you you want to see win it? Uh, not necessarily. You know, I'm, I've, I've got friends on all four of those staffs, um, <laughs> and, uh, and true, I truly do. All four of those staffs, I've, I've got close friends on all four. But I, I will tell you this: I, I, w- I wouldn't mind seeing one of the uh, uh, the non, you know, uh, Florida Atlantic or San Diego State uh, get in there and shock the world and, and uh, let people know here at Arkansas State that things like that are possible. Um, so that that wouldn't be that wouldn't be bad to see, but I. I can't say I'm going to root for or against any of the four because I respect the heck out of all four of those coaches and programs, and uh, and, and they're, they're just so so fortunate to be there. And, and all four of them, I know, have great programs and uh, great players. And I'm, I'm looking forward to watching those games. Well, coach, as we let you go, I just wanted to mention uh, as you continue to familiarize with the state. Um, you know, obviously, you're going to get great local support. You will get great statewide support when you guys start winning at the level that you're expecting. I think, and uh, mm-hmm. everybody loves a winner around the state. You know how it is in a state like this. The Razorbacks are always going to kind of carry the day, but I think people love to have another rooting interest. When the football program was really rolling at a high level, people, I mean, a state was yeah. on people's tongues. When Little Rock went to the tournament a couple of years ago, when they had it going, people were talking about them on a regular basis. And I'm hoping for your sake that that's uh, something we're doing with your program here in the near future. And I'm wishing you the best. Yeah, thank you very much. Um, I'll say this. Uh, I've been the so-called Big Brother before. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we were at the uh, University of Buffalo, and uh, we, we scheduled uh, a, a game against Syracuse. Mm-hmm. And uh, we, we drove we drove an hour and a half down, down Interstate 90 and went into Syracuse and beat them. <laughs> um, so Arkansas I, I, I has a great program. Um, coach Musman's a great coach. They've had a lot of success, but um, I'm... Uh, I'm not. I'm, I'm. I'm ready to compete at the highest level of college basketball. I hope our fans will get behind that. Yep, love to see it, Coach. Thank you so much for the time. Good luck with everything, and we'll talk again. Okay, thanks, fellas. I appreciate thanks. it. It's kind of presumptuous on my part. He may never want to talk to us again, but that was good. I'm excited to talk to him uh, some more. 
I saw a story, I guess I was reading about, um, and I think a reporter dug this up. I don't think it necessarily came up at the press conference that Jawan Howard had called the administration at Arkansas State and said, you need to hire this dude. Because hmm. he was tired of getting his butt kicked on the recruiting trail by what he was doing at Alabama. Oh, wow. Now, admittedly, winning those battles when you're at Arkansas State is not as easy, but clearly the guy knows what he's doing. I was going to bring it up to him, but you know, obviously he wants to focus on being a head coach. Recruiting's part of that. But I think, uh, you know, again, it's a new chapter in his mm-hmm. life, and uh, we'll see how he handles it being the guy instead of one of the guys. Back in a second, 10.51. than a century, Arkansans have come to Oaklawn to play, to bet, and to win. Now, we're coming to you. Introducing Oaklawn Sports, the new mobile betting app from Oaklawn. Bet anywhere in Arkansas. Download the app on Apple and Google Play and take advantage of first bet insurance up to $250. Oaklawn Sports, Arkansas's trusted brand. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. You don't stay in business for 95 years unless you're doing something right. McClard's Barbecue is still going strong after 95 years with delicious barbecue and all the fixings, plus their hand-rolled tamales. And Philip McClard is still smoking meat and ribs. They're still offering their signature tamale spread, too. Visit their new location at 9219 Stagecoach Road in Little Rock, still using their original McClard's Barbecue sauce recipe from 1928. Stop in from 11 to 7 on weekdays and 11 to 8 on weekends. Arcare is a system of doctors, nurses, counselors, and pharmacists dedicated to bringing you the highest quality of health care. But it's more than that. It's relational. It's human. It's thousands of people over a three-state footprint offering health care to all. From the country club to the homeless shelter, no one is turned away. Arcare, so you can live your story. It's Justin Acre for my friends at Serta Pro Painters. You know that each Serta Pro Painters business is independently owned and operated. And you can schedule your free estimate at SertaPro.com. That's Serta with a C. In my personal experience, you're not going to have a better painting project handled than with Serta Pro. You want to get the job done right? Then let them handle it. For your home, for your business, inside or out, it doesn't matter what time of year. You want somebody who's going to take care of your painting project like they live down the street. Well, the good news for you is when it comes to Serta Pro, they do. There is nowhere else I go but Serta Pro. Yes, we've got better on the line with a question for Trey. Bear, what's your question? Hey, Randy, this is Bear, first-time listener, long-time caller. I wanted to ask Trey about Sanders Ground Essentials. I know they're real five-star guys wanted by everybody. I heard they have an excellent weed control and fertilization program, and they do customized plants based on annual soil results for all their customers. I just want to know what you guys have heard. I'm going to hang up and listen now. Bear, you should call them at 315-9395 or on the web at sandersground.com. Let's get growing. In a Red River Ram, the days of no inventory and no discount is over. Because we've got your new Ram 1500 Bighorn truck starting at $8,000 off MSRP. Brian Mitch said $8,000 off. Why does he do this? I tell him, ask me first for you to do something crazy like that. So for the largest inventory in the state, and the biggest discounts around, make that beautiful drive right here to Heber Springs. Or check us out on the web at redriverram.com. They're in Ram Truck Mont. Greenway is your local source for John Deere equipment and implements. Now, we've made finding the perfect piece of equipment even easier. Shop our tractor packages online at gogreenway.com. Till deeper with our down-to-earth package. Or save big with our green saver package. Need something with a little more muscle? Kick it up a notch with Greenway's Get In Gear Package. We're here to support the DIYer in you. No matter what project comes your way, Greenway has you covered. The Zone and the Oakland Racing Casino Resort Studio is back. Want to get into the show but you can't call? Text 661-1037 and give us your thoughts. My nail tech knows how to keep it little... 1054, wrapping up our first hour today. If you missed Brian Hodson, encourage you to go check that out. The new head coach at Arkansas State for men's basketball. Wishing him the best and certainly like to see the program get back to... Uh, Success? Yes. Seen some good years up there. Yeah. They are very, very crazy passionate about basketball that mm-hmm. way, and I hope that it goes well. And again, like I told him, I mean, I believe that. If uh, things go well, the state will get behind you or at least pay attention to what's going on. And it's unfortunate you don't have the old Little Rock-Arkansas State rivalry. Those are fun days, but uh, that just gives us one more team and then 
different league to root for. So hopefully it goes well. I will tell you this, won't be long before you're wagering on potentially Coach Hodson's teams if you are into that kind of thing. And Oakland will be happy to have you. If you want to get in on horse racing, which is ongoing right now, including the Arkansas Derby this week, get your Oakland Anywhere account set up. OaklawnAnywhere.com or go to bet.oakland.com iPhone and iPad users, you can download the app in the Apple App Store. This thing is super user-friendly. Pay-ins, get payouts easily whenever you use it. And I've already, uh, thankfully, Wes, pulled a few bucks out of there this year because I had such a good Saturday. That's a good feeling. Yes, it really is. Uh, watch and wager on horse racing on any track from any smartphone, tablet, or personal computer. And you earn points for cash back for every dollar you wager. Free pass performances and access to valuable handicapping selections as well. And don't forget, again, the Arkansas Derby this weekend. First post time this Saturday is at 1230. The Derby is a $1.25 million race. Got top horses coming in, and it is a great field. We've talked a little bit about this week. And then the fantasy stakes, same deal. Can wet paint? Wet paint's kind of like South Carolina. Will wet paint be upset, or will wet paint roll to victory as expected on the morning line? I think so. Uh, we'll see. Got the miles, uh, Oklahoma Miles Stakes this weekend as well. It's $400,000 race. And the Hot Springs Stakes highlighting a great Saturday card. Last Thursday of the uh, live racing season until I guess there's, I think there's one in May. i got to double check that. Um, but they've got free parking, free programs, and $1 hot dogs. So take advantage of it. There's so many reasons. But we'll see you down there. And if you can't get there, use your Oklahoma Anywhere account. Buzz23 for your code for a $150 sign-up bonus. I was reading a story yesterday about the top 20 horses for the Kentucky Derby, and it had their next race. Dude, there are a bunch of those top 20 horses in that article that are going to be here Saturday. It's a good field. I, I, I guess I was uh, a little naive or had forgotten some of the names, but I, I bet there were seven, eight horses in the top 20 that are going to be at the Derby Saturday. Good field. Turned out to be a good field. Very much. Asher Record Live Fan Feedback. The LSU students only stole two cases of beer if the value is based on stadium concession prices. That's a great <laughs> point, Rusty. Scott yeah. says it was only three cases if they used the stadium price to calculate the total. All right, you guys are both on the same joke. Good Mark move. says it's stadium beer, so it's only five cans. <laughs> uh, did Wes just say he'd rather watch the women's tourney game over the UConn-Miami game? Yikes, yes. says Wilson. Yeah. It just is a... I mean, again, if Miami wins, it's a good story. If UConn wins, it's a fine story. If South Carolina loses, it's a huge story. It's also a big if, though. Yeah, it's a... It's, it is amazing that a two-seed that has done what Iowa has done and has arguably the best all-around player in women's basketball would be an enormous upset. I saw the uh, the line was already out for that. Yeah, we talked about all the lines earlier. It's 11 and a half. Isn't that crazy? It is. That just shows you. Final four game. Um, ask Justin, has he ever done or considered doing... What is that? I don't know what that is, Lennon. Sure, would you have to send that to me? I don't know what that details are. I don't I literally don't know what that is. I'll have to look it up. Roger Scott for Gravely Moors. Working hard once again, making sure my lawn is lush, weed-free, and beautiful. And by working hard, I mean, of course, I'm watching Bradley Owens mow it for me. Bradley, tell the good folks hello. Hey, everybody, how's it going? Stop right there, Bradley. I don't want you to stop what you're doing. What he didn't tell you is that you can take your very own Gravely Moor home today at 0% interest over 48 months. That's right, 0% interest on both residential and commercial mowers. Now, Bradley, tell them where they